You might already be aware of this, but COVID-19 was detrimental to the mental health of our youth. Some of the reports from the CDC said that from March 2020 to October 2020, mental health-related emergency department visits increased 24% for children aged 5 to 11 and 31% for those aged 12 to 17. Our youth are experiencing feelings of anxiety and depression at rates higher than ever before. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why that's happening and what we can do to help the youth in our ministry not experience the anxiety and depression that seems to be becoming just a common part of growing up at this point. My name is Michael Collins. This is the Maximize Youth Ministry Podcast, the show that exists to help you gain skill and confidence in youth ministry, whether you're a youth pastor, camp director, teacher, whatever it is, um, the show is here for you. So let's get right into it. The ministry that I'm currently serving in is a summer camp And this time of year, we do outdoor education for the kids. We have schools come out, stay on the property for three days to five days, and we do outdoor education like science classes with them. And a lot of the kids that come out will come out wearing masks. And I just assumed this whole time that, well, they're still worried about COVID or their parents are still concerned about COVID. But I learned something just the other day, that blew my mind. And maybe you were already aware of this, but I wasn't. And if you're not, you'll probably find it as surprising as I do. One of the chaperones that was with the school this past week told us that the reason some of the kids were wearing the masks wasn't because of COVID. They weren't concerned about COVID at all. It was because they were uncomfortable showing their face. They were hiding behind these masks. They'd gotten so used to wearing a mask every day that now it felt weird to them. They felt exposed to walk around without something covering their nose and their mouth. Now, I don't know about you, but when I first heard that, that broke my heart. For kids to feel so uncomfortable and insecure about just walking around without a mask covering their face, that's awful. Nobody had a good time during COVID. Being stuck inside, working from home, doing school from home... You know, nobody enjoyed it, and it affected everyone's mental health. For the better part of two years, let's say most people were affected by this pandemic. And for an adult, two years is two years. For a child, two years is an eternity. I mean, for a 10-year-old, two years is 20% of their life at that point. And so they get into this, and it doesn't seem like they're ever going to come out of it. It starts to feel like... This is the way things have always been. They have trouble even remembering, you know, what it was like before because they are so used to life during the pandemic. And now that we are seemingly on the other side of it, it, we can see the, the effects that this has had on the youth. More than a third of high school students reported that they experienced poor mental health during the COVID-19 pandemic, and 44% reported that they persistently felt sad or hopeless in the past year. Our youth are doing worse mentally than ever before. When you take a child and stick them inside for two years, make them do everything remotely, they, it, it's going to affect their social development. I mean, a lot of the, these kids are not comfortable making connections in the real world anymore. They're learning from TikTok what they should think is funny or not. Their entire personality for a lot of these kids seems to just be based around whatever's trending online. Kids, they want to fit in. They want to feel connected and feel a part of something like everyone does. And if the only thing that they are able to interact with is either their parents at home 
or people on the internet, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff on the internet. The internet does not represent real life in most ways. Um, I think we can all agree on that. And so they get out in the real world and they're uncomfortable. And when people don't feel connected, when they feel like they, they can't talk, they can't open up, they don't know how to be themselves, they don't know how to interact with the people around them, you know, that is what causes a lot of anxiety and depression. You know, I'm, isolation is horrible for human beings. You've probably experienced that. Some isolation, you know how it feels. It's not good. And it's going to be the negative consequences for adults are going to be even worse than kids. These kids are getting out in the real world and there's no longer this barrier of a screen and a keyboard in between them and everybody else and they don't know how to interact. So what can we do about it? What can we do to help? Um, Well, the biggest issue, like we were just talking about, is feeling isolated, not feeling connected. So we want to help kids connect. How are we going to do that? Well, a lot of it hopefully can happen with time, naturally, if we can get people in there, in our ministry, and engaging, but it can be definitely easier said than done. And I can make another podcast episode just on uh, tips to help kids engage with each other, but if you're looking for some of those, I just made a blog post and an Instagram post about it in this past week, so you can go check those out. I'll put a link in the description. Um, But if we can help our youth feel connected, and if we can make sure that they know that they can come and talk to us. We know that they can talk to us and we're not going to judge them, right? Um, And we can tell them that, but they might not feel it. And something being true isn't the same thing as people feeling like it's true, I I guess. Maybe I should say it as, you know, real safety and felt safety are two different things. It is your own choice whether or not you are a safe person for someone to come and talk to about their problems. And by safe, I mean that you're not going to expose them or, you know, tell anybody else or judge them or make them feel bad about themselves, right? Which hopefully you wouldn't do any of those things. If you would, maybe you should look for a different job. Um, But being a safe person to talk to is not the same thing as them feeling like you are a safe person to talk to. And getting them to feel that and believe it is harder than just choosing to be a safe person. Does that make sense? So how can we help them to feel it and know that? It just comes from building relationships. How do we build relationships? Again, I could do a whole other podcast episode, probably several, um, but the number one thing I can tell you right now, like I always say in every episode, love the kids. Love them all the time, no matter what, with everything you've got. That's the best advice I can give. But Forming connections so that they can open up, be themselves, and connect and talk about what they're feeling, what they're experiencing, that is going to go a long, long way in helping these kids improve their mental health. What else can we do? Well, I'll tell you one thing that we shouldn't do, which is try to solve all their problems for them. You know, if they come to us and tell us they're they're depressed or they're having anxiety, just throwing solutions at them might be what we want to do because we want to solve the problem. We want to take it away. Um, But we're not trained psychiatrists or therapists. I mean, unless you are, I don't know personally, maybe you are, but most of the people listening to this podcast probably are not. Um, We don't want to try to be, and we, even if we do have the solution, we don't want them to become dependent upon us to take away their anxiety and their depression. Um, We want them to be dependent upon God. 
the person who really will be there for them. I, I've said this before, I'll say it again, you are not going to be able to be in your the life of your youth for their entire life, forever. Um, you can't, even if you try to be, and maybe for a couple of them, you'll be able to pull it off for the majority of their life. Doubtful, but possible. Um, but God will be. God will always be there. So we don't want them to become dependent upon us for their happiness or for for escape or relief from depression and anxiety. We want them to become dependent upon God. So everything we need to do, we're trying to encourage independence from us and dependence upon the Lord. You know, And if they need to go get counseling or something like that, we can encourage them to do that. But as people working in youth ministry, we're always just trying to help them connect with each other, but mainly with God, um, helping them to connect and rely upon Him for their happiness and joy, salvation, and freedom from the mental attacks of depression and anxiety and anything else they may be dealing with, because God is the healer, and we know that. And it might break our hearts if we find out that our youth are struggling, if they come to us and confide in us and tell us what that's going on, our gut reaction a lot of times is going to be to try to solve it, to try to take it away. Because we care about them, we don't want them to be going through this. But we need to focus on trying to encourage them to be dependent upon God. Go to God for healing, for freedom, and not become dependent upon us to give them a solution to all of their problems. Um, and if we can do that and focus on trying to build relationship between ourselves and our youth and the youth themselves through the games, the conversations, the things that we're doing, um, the time that we spend together, it'll go a long way. I did an episode on getting the most out of games. I encourage you to go back and listen to that because I'm sure you're already probably playing games. If you can take that a step further and do some intentional team building with those games, you'll improve the unity among your youth I don't know, maybe tenfold if you're not doing anything yet. It'll make a huge difference and it's not that much more effort. So go back and listen to that episode. If you have any questions about that, please send me a message, uh, MaximizeYouthMinistry.com. I'd love to help you out. Team building, that sort of thing goes a long way in, in forming connections, promoting unity, all of that sort of stuff. And that is what our youth need because uh, that's what was taken from them during COVID-19 was the connections. So I hope this has been helpful to you. Remember... Like always, love the kids. Love the kids with everything you got. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening, and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.